on last week's Irrevelations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're getting into more priest rules, because I feel like we didn't have enough rules for the priest yet. Also, his virgin sister, who is near to him and who has had no husband, for her, he may defile himself. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm not joking, though. Like, who wants to have sex with virgins? Be like, have you ever had a dick? And she's like, no. And he's like, wait till you get three inches of Polish steel. And you're like, what? I've seen your search history. I know you go to FarmersOnly.com. It's a commie liberal potluck. I mean, some of this stuff was, like, controversial and fun, but it was all boring. Yeah, so Moses declared to the children of Israel the feast of the Lord. And that's, well, well, I guess that's as far as we Before we turn to the word, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. So what did you think of the article, though, really? What was your your thoughts about it? Okay, let me ask you a question first. What's your stance on sex dolls in general? Like, big pieces of plastic for having sex. I think it comes down to the same way I've always felt about kind of laissez-faire, who the fuck cares, you know? Um, Yeah. I have zero interest in fucking a, a doll. I don't get the allure. I don't know. But then again, I've never tried. So I really, you know, like, I, don't, I mean, I don't get it. You know, what do you have to try? Like, we've all had sex between our couch cushions. It's the same thing. <laughs> we've, all, we've all fucked up a lukewarm bowl of mac and cheese. But uh, yeah, exactly. It's the same see. thing. But it has a it has like a creep, I like guess, a uh, Uncanny Valley face I guess on it. That's the only difference. <laughs> Some Cabbage Patch Kid fucking makeup. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems... It just seems fucking weird. It just seems like too much. Like, too much work. You know? It's, uh... It, like, I, that seems like the most. It just... Like, I see a sex doll every now and then, and I'm like, that seems like a lot of fucking work. Let me say Calling this. I'm around. never gonna tell someone... I'm not going to go to I'm not going to go and say let's put forth legislation to stop people from having sex with sex dolls. Right. I will say this hard and fast. Uh-huh. If you have sex with sex dolls, don't be my friend. <laughs> I, st- uh, I stand by that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like between the ages of like 14 and 18 uh, whatever weird they shit they can't afford one anyway. Yeah, though. but my point like, is like whatever weird shit you do with your penis, it's all kind of like in that dark zone where it's like, yeah, that's what it's like to be 15. I don't know. Yeah, but if you're 45 years old making videos on how to clean out your sex doll yeah, on that's, YouTube, that's too much. Yeah, after 18, I saw stop fucking the uh, the last shit. podcast guys mm-hmm. have a uh, last stream on the left that goes on Adult Swim like every Tuesday night. Okay, that's hilarious. Are we, are we, oh, okay, go ahead. Real quick, but I'm saying they have this they have this stream that's like videos and they play the creepiest YouTube videos they can find. And there was one of a dude just cleaning out his like sex dolls. And showing guys like, oh, you got to make sure you get the the cum will get caught up in here. Oh, <laughs> it was horrifying. I don't know. I'm personally, I don't know. For the most part, sex just is gross to me, so I wouldn't want to fucking. Do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to 
I don't know. I don't even want to look at myself afterwards. Don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sure as hell don't want to have to be cleaning out my own cum. <laughs> <laughs> That's her job. Uh, yeah, all That's that. why I'd, I guess once they make a God. sex robot that can clean itself out, then we'll talk. It's one of the things that make me gag, but that one did it. Um. Okay, but let's talk about the real problem. And that's that in the UK, hundreds of child sex dolls were seized at the border. So these are like toddlers, right? These aren't just, I thought they were... Hold on. Did, uh, let me pull up the fucking article. These aren't like, oh, this I don't quotes. believe they're toddlers. Dude, the one I see right here is a fucking... I thought they were like... A, I don't know why. It's not like it's way better. But I feel like if it's like a six-year-old... That's, I feel like, I mean, they're all shitty, but I feel like if someone was fucking a, like an infant doll and then someone was fucking like a 12 year old dog, well, like, well what... you're both going to hell, but the infant one is creeping me the fuck out the most, you know, it's all on the bad scale, but that's, I don't I know. I mean, it's not a coincidence that a fleshlight weighs the exact amount as an infant. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they know their audience. I I've never used a fleshlight. Dude, did I tell you when I, when I lived on a boat okay. uh, years back? The one day we're, Whatever, we, we I, had, you like, told me office. plenty of stories listen, of you living listen, on a boat, listen. and they're never great. No. Okay. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> I'm, we're, we're, uh, we have, like, the officer come down to make sure. Like, it was a bunch of dirty enlisted guys, all, 42 of us yeah. in one room. Scum. The officer comes down. He's, like, doing a thorough check, and we had scrubbed it up and down. It was beautiful in there. And he looks behind. They're called. We call our beds racks. Okay. And they're stacked three high. Okay. He looks behind one of the racks with a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flashlight or a flashlight that looks like it had been used by at least a few dozen guys. Like, <laughs> it was the t- uh. it was the town bicycle. So <laughs> <laughs> I had never touched it. I've never used one. Period. They creep me out. Okay. I mean, my hand. The Lord Jesus Christ gave me my hands. For I wouldn't even want to be like Eskimo brothers with a living, breathing person. But that's fucking. <laughs> The, the the only person I'm okay, the only people I'm okay with using flashlights are like amputees. Okay, okay whatever. I don't. Then, it does, I don't, then I'm I like, you need I don't want to weigh in on that. To be honest, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, boy, I I thought it was kind of. To me, it kind of makes me. Uh, it brings up a question I've always kind of thought about. I see it on Reddit every now and then, but I remember when there was this big snafu. I saw it sort of second degree. Uh, just neckbeard things and our incels both kind of were up in arms when some of the porn subreddits on Reddit banned uh, Lolicon hentai, which is basically Fuck yeah. pedophile hentai, right? I, thank God. Yeah, but anyway, the point was is like they were all trying to Uh-oh. defend it as saying it's a drawing, it's art, and no one's being hurt. And while I may viscerally and gutturally find it reprehensible and abhorrent, I kind of have to agree with their argument. I can't. Really, you can't? Like, what, what, no. What do you think? Like, I... Like, to me, I'm like, tough. the logic okay, is one, sound, but fuck you to hell. Like, <laughs> for one, I've never, I've never thought long and hard about it, and I feel like there is philosophical... And more importantly, psychological reasons not to allow it. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, I mean, it's very complex. Obviously, right. Kind of. So you're talking yeah. about some guy just drew it. It came out of his mind. It's not a real person that's being abused. Right. But if you're, but if you're feeding these things, if you're like, I guess encouraging them. If you're spread, it's like a goddamn virus. So I feel like maybe. the argument is, is that 
it, it represents something that's abhorrent and illegal and definitely immoral. Sure. But I kind of go from the mindset of I don't really get if you're going to say that people can't fuck sex dolls that look like children and people can't jerk off to ah, anime that looks like children fucking, then I kind of go like, well, why not? Well, because it represents something illegal and it could maybe entice people to actually act on their desires and it's feeding a abhorrent sexual well, it normalizes urge, it and it normalizes the sexual urge. But I feel like if you're going to take that fucking stance, then how can you feel it about uh, movies that advocate drug use or uh, show murder or show fucking rape or any of those other things that we kind of go, yeah, that's fine. That's art. I, well, they're, I feel be, like on because they're not encouraging I, it. I don't know. I feel like, uh, first off drug use shouldn't be illegal. So that's a whole nother side. Fine. Thing. No one gets whatever. But, it, but if that's crime. the argument you're going to make is that it's illegal. Or that it's illegal or whatever. All right, so let, but like for instance, let's say murder. Let's say so murder. Murder. Uh, fucking take the movie. Um, Death like Wish. A vigilante. Death Wish. There you go. Uh, I think those are unhealthy. You know. I think they're unhealthy. I also think you're talking about two wildly different things. Where give it to me. Okay, pedophilia is real. There are pedophile rings There's out there alive and well. Why do people murder someone? Usually, it's a crime of passion because we don't have a lot of serial killers, right? We have plenty of serial killers. We have enough. Not enough. Okay. Well, I mean, it, I don't think the numbers game is the fucking. It, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there is more pedophiles than serial killers, but I don't think I th- that's a. That, what the fuck? Who cares? All right. For one thing, I think you need to accept the fact that being a part of society, we take crimes against children far more seriously than any other. I certainly crime. do. I'm not, and, and rightfully so. Well, that's the point. That's I think that's the end of the game. It's like we're allowed, we're willing to take the risk that someone isn't going to watch Death Wish and decide to become a vigilante killer because it doesn't really happen a lot. Pedophile rings get broken up all the time. Child porn online is rampant, and children are abused to make it. Yeah, it's a fucking it's a thing that we can say. Dark webs. Let's yeah. do everything we can to nip this shit in the bud. We'll take away some air quotes liberties. Yeah, from people that are only so fucking sick that they're not, they can't even come out and defend it. So it's like you know what. Fuck you. I don't fuck, know. Fuck I've you. seen a lot of... Uh, my favorite show of all time has oh got boy. to be... Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Of child porn. No, no. Uh, it's To Catch a Predator. Okay, okay. To okay. Catch a Predator is my favorite show of all time. I, it is... You love watching them squirm, right? I love the whole fucking thing. It, it's, it's, um, it's hard for me... Again, kind of like our Watch People Die, where you're experiencing unfiltered, raw human emotion... Regardless, Absolutely. you know, when I see yeah. someone, like if I watch Friends or something, and they're like the one episode where Ross was sad and cries, who the fuck cares? It's just, it's just bullshit. It's all fake. It doesn't touch me at all. And then when you watch a video where someone, little girl, runs into the street and gets hit by a car, and you actually see the dad's anguish, I'm not saying it's good, but you definitely are like touched by it. More real. It's just, I don't know. For whatever reason, I'm just like, yeah, I believe that shit. It just hits a little bit harder. Um, sure. It's un- it's it's real. I guess is the point. Whatever it's worth, it's real. Um, so when I would watch to catch a predator, why don't you watch Survivor then? <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch The Bachelor, uh, but <laughs> but when I would is watch it too real, that's too real. When I would watch to catch a predator, there would be that moment where they're getting the car and they're pulling up to the house, and every we've all been on the precipice of doing something, maybe not like that, but on the precipice of doing something that we know is wrong and we're worried about getting caught. 
You like that time that you shot up the gas station with an airsoft gun. Yeah, we don't talk about that so much. <laughs> or the time you started a forest fire. I can play that game too, Grant. You know? Did I put it out? Did I put it no. out? No. Yeah, I did. Oh, that was me. I forgot. I started a forest <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it your job to start forest fires? Yeah, but this one I was off the clock. Anyway, uh, huh. so my point is... Is that you, you have that moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to risk it all, baby. Uh, you know, I know what is right and wrong. I, I I understand my feelings are complex, but I just decide at this moment I'm going to give in to temptation and I'm going to do some fucked up shit tonight. And yeah. you would see this turmoil of these guys like, okay, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going to walk out to that door and I'm going to walk inside and all these cons that i'm highly aware of i'm just gonna i'm gonna risk it all and then chris hansen walks in and is like have a seat and you're just like oh no and you just see their lives crumble before them and then when the cops come out and they start crying or barring or banging i just oh oh i've never been so hard but <laughs> just no just, i know that feeling. I, I just visualizing their pain and anguish you know i'm like i'm like i'm the one i, I can just feel chris hansen's the really the one getting off here you know oh yeah dude that's our justice point yeah but um it's well, no, I know that exact moment because I remember remember Dan and Sam and I were bad kids for a little bit there. Yeah. And uh the day that I went into work and Dan came into work with me and he hands me a detective's business card and he's like, All right, you gotta call her instead of an appointment to go get interrogated. And it, <laughs> it, yeah, the the sinking, the the amount that like my that my stomach like did whatever kind of loop de loop bullshit it does then. And you think your life is Oof. ruined? Oh yeah, I'm like, oh well I'm not going to college. <laughs> I remember when gonna, I remember when I got us all arrested crack. for aggravated assault. And Sam's there with the cops out. He's like, I'm never getting into the Air Force Academy. And I was like, our lives are ruined, you guys. It's fine. You can be a preacher instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, turn your life around, kids. But I guess, I don't even know where the fuck we were headed with this shit. I'm so fucking lost talking about past. Well, just that, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, obviously the, the link was to catch a predator. But you were saying. Yeah, I guess, I guess my point is I understand that these are horrible people and stuff. But I don't know. I just, I get that we might treat crimes against children worse and that these people are abhorrent and that definitely pedophiles deserve help i don't know they do but i don't know i guess i guess i don't know what to think about it i don't know what i think about it i, I was conflicted like when i saw there they're like oh they stole a bunch of pieces of plastic that resemble kids i'm like who the fuck why is this something we're doing who gives a shit but yeah it's symbolic i guess it symbolically know? ties into a, a, a general and deserved hatred of pedophiles. It's one of those things where I think you're, I think what you're touch tapping into that is important is that even if everyone on, you know, 99% of the population agrees that these fuckers should not get any leeway, we still need to be able to philosophically justify it. Otherwise, I still hate them. yeah, it just made me but, think about like when, um, those sex workers were protesting grand theft auto because you could have sex with hookers and then kill them, you know, and then kill them. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty gross. Yeah, pretty gross. I, I'm going to go on right now and say that you shouldn't murder whores or hookers or whatever yeah. the PC term is. For. I don't know. What I, I think sex workers, sex which workers, you already said yeah, 12 whatever. seconds ago, <laughs> ladies of the night, but I was just saying, or men of the night, or whatever. day. Yeah. Some of them work in the day or by, I've seen it. Yeah. Or transsexuals, or whatever, whatever, bi-daily. whatever, of the night or day that they are, <laughs> but perfect. I, yeah, I, honestly, I'm just against murder in general. You guys, um, I'm not, huh? But I guess my point is, is that they were sort of saying like, why should we? So like when it's like, why should we like entertain the idea or facilitate the idea of something that is harmful and evil? 
But we draw the line on saying, well, Grand Theft Auto <clears throat> letting you uh, murder a hooker with a hammer and dump her body in the river. That's art, and that's safe, and that, you know, that deserves a pass. Where some guy trying to jerk it off to a piece of plastic, that's evil, and that's wrong, and it should be, uh, you know, banned. I, 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 I get it. I, I, I yeah. understand a visceral, I understand a visceral, disgusted think, hate of pedophiles, but I kind of also go, you know, again, what's the, what's the issue? What's the deal? I, I think the issue, and it goes back to this pretty simply, there's such a rampant underground uh, market for children to be abused for the sake of child pornography mm-hmm. that, and, and that this doll is linked directly to, to the same desires, to the same driving force of that market that it's like you're having to burn down the forest a little bit it's a little bit of a control burn i guess i don't know it just to me it seems like when uh, they tried to ban violent video games after columbine you know it's the same argument yeah same. fuck tipper gore yeah I'm it's the same no, argument it's though like oh well these people have these violent urges and they want to hurt people yeah but it's scientifically wrong violent. people that are having sex with children doll children right. want to have sex with children i mean that's for not sure so I would think so. I, I would, video. If some guy was fucking a, a plastic doll child and was like, I don't even like this. I'd be like, well, it must have been. Ex- yeah. What see, the fuck are you doing there's the there? bi- there's the biggest problem is that the desire itself is so. Just the desire is already kind of fucked up. But why you would you help. desire to beat up a video game hooker? You know, I don't know. Because it's cathartic and you don't want to do that in real life at I... all. Okay. It, it, it's, well, okay you never wait, wanted to beat someone to death with a hammer. I want that all the time. Yeah, yeah, sure. But uh, you're not going online and all... Okay, maybe I'm mm. speaking for myself mm. here. But you're not going online trying to find <laughs> footage that people make for you. People that are making footage for you of them beating people to death with hammers for your enjoyment. Because that's what's happening with kids. I, you know? Okay. It's a, it, it just becomes so much more complex. It, it's the kind of issue that you can't just... <clears throat> Yeah, like we, you know, we we make laws and then we end up discovering why they don't work yeah, later. Because I have definitely issues with thoughts of violence, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, if someone's like, "We're going to get rid of all movies that uh, show anyone ever being hurt," I'd be like, "That's kind of fucked up." What the fuck? I wouldn't. I would disagree. with Yeah, that. I don't know. I guess it's a comp- for one that involves a lot of times people do have a real version of that. It's the UCF, and it involves consenting adults, so it's okay. <laughs> the UFC. You know? Whatever. I don't <laughs> stupid uh, initialisms. I'll anyway. Uh, I don't know. I guess that was just, I thought it was, I, I thought it, yeah. it, it made me think thoughts. Well, I'm glad that we let our audience know that you are a child pornography apologist. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good step oh, to geez. take today. All right, well, you're pro-slavery and I'm pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, hey, that was weeks ago. <laughs> I'm a new man. Oh, oh, I'm a different person now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Great. I just. <laughs> hey, speaking of. Slavery and child pornography. <laughs> Leviticus. Do you know what? Do you know what? There aren't laws against in Leviticus. <laughs> Either of those things. You're absolutely right, Grant. And <laughs> yeah, and we're wrapping it up this week. I'm pumped. This is. Uh, we are going to finish Leviticus. This is shit's done. The o- on that. The day. only reason Let's I'm finish it. The only reason I'm not happy about finishing Leviticus is because that means we have to read numbers next. <sighs> yeah, but you know what? We're going to do it. We're gonna we're fucking read heroes. it. Do you know? Do you know why? Mm. Yeah, we're reading it so you don't have to, guys. <laughs> okay. Can we do this right though? Uh, you're listening to Leviticus Pod. Ah, fuck! <laughs> ah! All right. Uh, delete yourself. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you're tuning in now, you're listening to a Revelations podcast. Uh, I'm Cole Deluski. 
And I'm Grant Voice. We're the podcast that reads the Bible, so you don't have to if you didn't already pick up on that. Yeah. And we are doing the last episode in Leviticus. Uh, I don't know how many eps this took us. Do you any I idea? Not, like five or I six? Have not, paid not that many. Any level of attention to that shit? I just I come in, I turn piss into excellence, and I walk off. Wow, uh, that is. <laughs> I let you do ninety percent of the work. <laughs> yeah, so you pee in the bottle for me. I have to drink yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, yeah. turn it into Michelob Ultra. Oh, which is why we're who we're sponsored by this week. <laughs> it's all that corn syrup uh, I drink. <laughs> so we're starting off in Leviticus chapter 24. We're going to be wrapping this up. Like I said, the last chapter is 27. So we got four little chapters. This is episode tonight. 28, right? Eight. 28. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's seven times four. <laughs> you, you just keep them coming. <laughs> I always, I, that's all I, got. I always think you're going to stumble and you just outdo yourself every fucking episode. Yeah, it's thanks to... I want to shout out to my third grade math teacher. <laughs> she, she gave me that. Uh, great. Uh, it was weird because I in. was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, 28. Uh, yeah. Ah, four times seven. I don't know. There's nothing more to it. <laughs> it has no real other significance. February. <laughs> like, whatever. Yeah, I have a lot of, we have a lot of friends that are 28 years old. Shout out to Spencer for being 28, I think. Huh. He will not be yeah. listening to this podcast, I assure you. Correct. 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 That's why I feel comfortable saying his name. Um... <laughs> All right, so chapter 24, uh, what, let, just for some background, we had just finished up a lot of reading about festivals. Um, so God laid out all the rules for the festivals that are going to have. Uh, let me say this, Cole, real quick. I okay. finally caught up to speed a little bit on Kugel because I was slacking oh, on that one. damn it, Grant. Well, <laughs> he, but it's going to be, I already figured it out. It's going to be great for our Leviticus recap episode that we do. Oh, That'll come out okay. a few days after this one. So because last episode, episode, I was fucking lost on a lot of this shit. None of it makes any goddamn sense. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that on a recap. When I do. So tune in for that. <laughs> yeah, Wednesday night church. <laughs> we never make it's that. The fun, we never hit that Wednesday church. We never hit the Wednesday deadline. We never did that. That's true. But at least we do We're it. We're bad at our jobs. Uh, yeah, we're we're going to do it this time, I bet. Um, so, chapter 24. Let's talk about things that we leave outside for God, like Santa Claus. Huh? Uh, okay. I'll, I'll let you continue that thought. Well, basically what I'm saying is that uh, outside of the curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant, um, in the mornings we always have to have the lamps burning, right? So that's a full-time job. It's like the so, unknown soldier. Yeah, to, to, to recap for anyone who doesn't remember because why would you um there is a tent the tabernacle that contains god it's his apartment and there is the sort of like the atrium the living area that has the lantern and the food and the bread table and all this other bullshit and then isolated from that kind of like the bedroom you know where the magic happens is a uh, golden chest that holds literally god and the covenant it's kind of like a, it's kind of like that little Manila folder that holds your contract, you know. Hmm. You know, because it is the contract between God and the Israelites, which has been kind of uh, we'll cover it in the recap, but uh, kind of fucked up thus far. I, you know, I'd have some buyer's remorse. Seems more like a, seems more like a deal with the devil. The more and more I think of it, you know, like and and here we are bound forever. Now here's all these fucking rules, or I kill you. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's not it's not a good look. Yeah, in my opinion. So uh, Leviticus 24, the Lord speaks to Moses saying, okay, tell all of the Israelites that they have to bring pure pressed olive oil, probably extra, extra virgin olive oil, um, 
so that my God lamp loves virgins. <laughs> He's like a priest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to make the lamps burn continually. Uh, outside the veil in the tabernacle meeting, Aaron shall fucking just be in charge of this lantern from morning until, you know, forever. Yeah. Like we talked, we talked about this, I think even in like Exodus that they set up this precedent that there'll always be oil burning, uh, in God's honor, unknown soldier or whatever, right? He shall be in charge of the lamps of pure gold before the Lord continually. Uh, so I guess it's just a continuation of the rules, but these ones are specifically to how we're taking care of God's bullshit. Uh, here's how you make the bread for God. Which is weird. So it's kind of, it really is my Santa comparison goes a little deeper here. We're supposed to leave out 12 loaves of bread in uh, a couple loaves. stacks and arrange them right. uh, on the table. But then it says, much like your parents do after you leave out milk, milk and cookies for Santa, Aaron's supposed to eat them. Yeah, that is a confusing thing. He's like, by the way, you guys, we need a bunch of bread and snacks left for God. I'm like, okay. And then like, he just, just... He likes pub mix. You just see, you just see, uh, you just see um, like uh, uh, Aaron walking in with like a tub of hummus. You're like, what are you doing with that? He's like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is for God. Like, you've breath yeah, breaks make your fucking hummus. <laughs> wow, dude. That's kind of racist. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> um, and then I got to So we hop immediately. I like that we hop here. This part's boring, right? Okay, uh, well, let's finish it up. And then you got to make some frankincense. And every day you got to call the Sabbath. And here's how you take care of my shit. Uh, yeah, Leviticus t- uh, 2410. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about bread, right? And then suddenly we say, now the son of an Israelite mother and an Egyptian father went out among the Israelites. And a fight broke out in the camp between them. The son of the Israelite woman blasphemed the name with a curse. Now that, of course, is Yahweh, yeah. right? Y H W. like Yahweh. As it was damn spelled. it. And then they, Ooh. Hmm. So what happens then? Do you want to talk about this? All right. So let's tell let's them? tell the story. So basically, Leviticus twenty four is like. By the way, here's how you take care of my lantern. I like a lot of olive oil. I want to have some fresh bread around. I like that smell of bread. I want it to be like a fucking Panera in here. Also. It transitions into a story. This isn't like... A narrative, yeah, this right? Is a narrative. It's not a rule. This happened. Just without any aplomb, an Israelite uh, whose father was Egyptian, so we know he was from the wrong side of the tracks, uh, gets in a fight and in the midst of it uh, says some shit, some regrettable shit. Uh, he says, Yahweh can eat my ass, I think. And then it says some weird shit. So the people put him in custody that the mind of the Lord might be shown to them. Which, to me, is like just justifying an angry mob, you know? Like, we yeah. all want this guy fucking dead. And they're like, yeah, yeah, get him, you know? And all of a sudden, someone smashes a storefront. And they're like, this is what God wants. Um, yeah, it is weird that it says that it, it was putting him in custody that showed them the will of the Lord. So it's like, this sounds like some shit a serial killer would say, you know? <laughs> yeah, this thing that makes me feel like God. As they began to exact violence upon them, they were shown what God's thoughts are and hit them with rocks. Yeah, yeah. And then God <laughs> speaks to Moses and says, take outside the camp him who has cursed. Let all who heard him lay their hands on his head and let all the congregation stone him. Real quick. Do you think that means that they have to stand there with their hands on his head, dodging rocks? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably. Or ones thrown. <laughs> I just, I bet, I bet this time killing people with rocks was like, like, was just how things were done. So I would expect people to be pretty fucking good at it. 
I think this is how the uh, the maypole. What is it called? The thing where you like r- walk with the ribbons yeah, around it's the pole. It's maypole. Yeah, this is how it started. <laughs> Except it was instead of a pole, as a person. <laughs> this was of... the first pinata. And um... yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is crazy. This is very, very, very important right here. Um, anytime God says that someone blasphemes His name, right? Yeah. Put them to death. It doesn't matter if it's a foreigner or if it's an Israelite. Anyone who blasphemes God must be put to death. All right. So it's an interesting. It's an interesting. The whole thing's fucking interesting because basically for no reason it just immediately transitions. And by the way, one time a guy said "fuck God" and we all caught him and we beat him to death and we smashed his face in with a fucking rock and that's what we fucking do. By the way, it it, it could not be a better representation of when you know the cult is going south, you know. For sure. I mean, just like with the uh, Aaron Sons, right? We have this. This is almost like that. Yeah, it's it's where we rolled from like rules and rules and rules to oh, by the way, Aaron Sons, they didn't get the right fire to burn God's incense. Yeah. Boom, roasted. It definitely continues because you kind of saw a bit of it in Exodus that God was like, "Listen, I love my people. I've been hearing about sure. your things. I'm the God of love and flowers." I'm the God of just taking care of you guys. I want to distinguish you. I love you. I love you. I would never hurt you. And then the second you're out of the house and run out, you know what it's like? It's like that bad, rough boyfriend who drives a motorcycle and has a leather jacket and a whole lot of gauged fucking earrings and shit. And he's found a sweet, sweet girl, and her parents are just too protective, you know? They're like, you gotta be back by 10. He's like, your parents, they don't need you the way I need you. And I would take care of you, and I would never control you. And then you're at this fucking dump out in the fucking desert, and there's no food, and there's no water, and it turns out he doesn't even have a fucking job, or any plans. And he just starts beating the shit out of you the second, you know? I feel like that's more of like the... uh... The, the guy that wears his Letterman jacket that's 40. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's <laughs> a Whataburger. Yeah. Just picking up on kids, you know, like defenseless people yeah. who don't know better or have any way of defending themselves. Yeah, he's kind of a, he's kind of a boy. And now we're, um, and now things are getting violent. You thought it was going to work out. You signed a contract with him. You got married. And now things are getting a little weird. Now he's starting yeah, to. Yeah, say my name funny. Yeah. Say my name funny and see what and happens. Don't, you don't show me respect. You don't even have a job. I have to do everything. I have to bring you food. Yeah, well, I'll fucking kick the shit out of you. You talk this way to me again. Let some goddamn Uh, Israelite talk to me that way. You're like, oh, okay. I would be part of the let's go back to Egypt part of the founding. The more, it's just like, it's hard to even know outside of the manna. Well, okay. So what does God provide to these Israelites? He got them out of Egypt. That's that's fair. Uh, I guess. He he put him there, he didn't hurt he? The Egyptians, yeah. He technically was part of bringing Joseph out of the actions. Not technically, the actions of God through Joseph, if we're going to give him that authority, the actions of God through Joseph removed the Israelites from Canaan and brought them into Egypt. And then sure. now he's moving them from Egypt back into Canaan, yes. and has killed thus far Aaron's two children and uh, some son of an Israelite woman whose father was an Egyptian. The- and just, I know this is totally tangential and we're already way past the whole Egypt story, but like, it's because Canaan is the chosen place, right? right. And God has all this power to do all these his works. Work. He has all this power to do all this stuff, to destroy Egyptians, to bring the plagues, to, to make the Red Sea eat up the army. But he couldn't just like make the play or the, uh, 
drought, skip over Canaan. Yeah. Like, that wasn't an option. No, they got to do a lot of work. We had to leave town for 400 years. He's an abusive dad. He's just like, this is going to make you kids tough. I'm like, what? It's annoying me. Fucking. I don't like it. Anyway. It's it's in these moments that this book becomes so much more clearly something that was adapted over time and added to piecemeal. And as kind of like a... And it feels like God then loses his fucking temper. Like, some guy says, you know, fuck God or whatever. It blasphemes the name of the Lord. And uh, the name of the Lord was cursed. And so they fucking beat him to death. And while he's still on that bloodlust, that high, he's like, and by the way, we kill anyone that blasphemes. And I was like, fuck yeah. And he's like, and also, we kill anyone that kills another man. We put them to death. And I'm like, yeah, fuck those guys. And he's like, also, you kill an animal shall buy them another animal. And everyone's like, yeah, this okay. Is, we know. We've been yeah. over this like five times. If a man causes a disfigurement, uh, it shall be done to him. Fracture for a fracture, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Blah, blah, blah. It shall be done to him. Everyone's like, yeah. And it's like less and less people are like, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see it. Uh, whoever kills an animal shall restore it. Whoever kills a man shall be put to death. We're like, yes, I got it. <laughs> and who, uh. you shall have the same law for the stranger and for one from your own country, for I am the Lord your God. So let's be clear. If you are not an Israelite, and you take Yahweh's name in, na- name in vain, you blaspheme him. You are to be stoned. And this is Leviticus twenty four twenty three. Then Moses spoke to the children of Israel. They took outside the camp him who had cursed, and stoned him with stones. So the children of Israel did as the Lord commanded Moses. So just following orders, murder this fucking dude. Reading this chapter, like, got me curious. And I'm thinking, like, how bad would it be to be stoned? (laughs) Okay. I've seen it, but okay, you tell me. And I didn't want to have someone throw rocks at me so I could try it myself. But I took Aries outside and just threw rocks at him. (laughs) And he fucking, he hated it. Okay. He still won't. He still won't <laughs> look at me without. He like flinches every time I pick up a rock. Now you know what's weird <laughs> is every time I point my rifle at my dogs, they freak out too. And I, I've never shot them before. It just feels like they. I feel like they can feel my intent though. I can see my yes. face when I'm doing it. <laughs> I wish you were joking. <laughs> like whenever they're just getting a little too frisky, I pull out my gun. They go, "Okay, all right, party's over." You know. I'm like, you better not hump my leg again. Um. Uh, so they took out the guy. It just seems like you could take any number of this to a cult. And the second the cult leader's like, by the way, I don't like the way that that guy questioned me. Kill him. You know? I mean, you know, a cult is just a small religion. Let's not. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's the craft beer of religions, you know? Yeah. Um, but so Um, this guy questioned God and they took him outside the camp and beat him to death. And they said, anyone who says this, be him a stranger who doesn't even worship me, or one of you, we fucking beat them to death with a rock. Womp womp. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> uh, cool, cool, cool. Raw deal. Raw deal all around. And then That's chapter 24. That's 24. Let's hop into 25. Leviticus 25, the Sabbath of the seventh year. So not only do we have a Sabbath day every seventh day, we also have a Sabbath day year every seventh year and it's not a big deal like you just gotta you don't reap what grows of itself basically you kind of let the land run a little bit wild yeah uh this is kind of so let's just sum it up you for seven years you're a farmer 
and then or for six years you're a farmer you, you plow you you uh, keep animals whatever <laughs> and then on the seventh year you let them chill the fuck out you just let the land do its own thing let it rejuvenate let it heal and then you bring it back it's actually pretty good i mean i mean that's probably a good idea yeah i don't i've never been a farmer but i would do this yeah i would think so you got to give your uh, you got to give your farm a weekend you know yeah and you just eat that shit though you don't leave it alone you just don't have to do the work you just go out and eat whatever grows wild, whatever's left over from the previous year. Go to town. Let your buddies eat it. Let your animals eat it. Have fun. So that's every seven years. Now, every seven Sabbath years, so seven times seven, 49 years, on that 50th year, you have a year of Jubilee, which I was already familiar with. That's like what uh, old people call their 50th anniversary, right? Mm-hmm. Their Jubilee anniversary. The, so that's fun. The rules of Jubilee are kind of crazy so let, let's get into this uh not crazy like in a negative just kind of interesting that this well, you should only have to do it like once in your life pretty much yeah but depending on when you're born it kind of sucks maybe true true so yeah especially if you were like a baby then and you'd start like 28 death. years old i've been working i'm about to start a family and then jubilee rolls around I'm like fuck yeah and then it happens again when you're an old man yeah, yeah you can get fucked with it um so let, let, let's sum it up so every 50th year uh, you shall cause the trumpet of Jubilee to sound on the 10th day of the 7th month on the Day of Atonement. You shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land. And you shall consecrate the 50th year. I'm not, I don't know why I'm reading all this. It's so fucking stupid. But, sure, sure. Uh, but basically, like every 50th year, we have a big-ass party on the 10th day of the 7th month. It's a fucking raucous party. We all like, yeah, I fucking love God. And then you have to kind of do what God wants. God, God definitely a lot of carrot, a lot of stick. Um, uh, but basically, to sum it up, I don't think it matters. He sticks both of them up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the fiftieth year is where you sort of make everything right again, or something. Um, I guess if you I... own slaves, you free slaves. If you like borrow land from somebody, you have to give it back or something. It's kind of a, like, what, 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 what did you take from it? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like a kind of a, it's like a reset button, it, which is interesting in its own right. Yeah. Like, it's, you know what it made me think of is like The Purge, you know, those stupid movie series? Kind of, yeah. It's like, um, it's sort of like a massive redistribution of wealth. Yes. Um, so basically, uh, let's just read some of these things. Um, in the year of Jubilee, each of you shall return to his possession. Um, if you sell anything to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor's hand, you shall not oppress one another. According to the numbers of years after Jubilee, you shall buy from your neighbor, and according to the number of years of crops, he shall sell to you. Actually, I don't know why I fucking read it, because it doesn't make any sense to me. What, what, like, what is it? What is your Bible called? I, I think the idea is just to keep... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's communism light. Like, you can own property, but... You're not, you don't actually own it, God says. Like, he actually owns all the land. Mm -hmm. And so you're more like borrowing it from God and then also letting people borrow it from you from God. And so it just kind of goes back to, it stops like intergenerational wealth from accumulating, which is actually a pretty good idea, I guess. And it's kind of, um, it's kind of part of also this thing like the year of Jubilee is known. So if you sell someone land, you understand that it's coming back to you in a sense. 
Yeah, yeah. And so if it's two years from Jubilee, it's going to be way cheaper. Yeah, like if you're like, okay, I'm giving you this 49, you know, if, if Jubilee just happens and you buy a slave, you know you're getting a real long time with this slave. Yeah, this slave will die in your body. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I was like, you know, tomorrow's Jubilee, I'm like... I'm not giving him back. He means too much to me. Get the get the whip. We're gonna whip him to death. You know, like. But um. Uh, no, you have to remember. Then you get in trouble. Yeah. You gotta. Then you have to like pay a dollar or something. You gotta. <laughs> what you gotta do is you gotta bleed him out slowly over the course of several days. But anyway, Ooh, yeah. uh, I would stab him in the stomach. Is what yeah, I would yeah. Do. <laughs> like uh, like they did to Maximus and Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, all right, you walk that off, but he ain't he ain't getting far. Uh. So you understand that because when Jubilee happens, basically, you know, all debts are forgiven and things are returned. So when you sell something, its value is based on how far from Jubilee you are at that time. Yes. Uh, Which is, again, a very interesting, it's kind of a fun idea to think about. Uh, yeah. My, uh, so let's do Leviticus twenty five twenty three. The land shall not be sold permanently, for the land is mine. For you are strangers and sojourners with me. Um, huh. So, Leviticus 25 is an interesting one. Um, but this specific quote kind of... I don't know how I feel about it. Because basically the whole point is like... God is like, listen, no one's land belongs to anyone but me. I'm just letting you live here. So the idea of like private property and ownership is sort of... It isn't really something I agree with or believe in, is what God's kind of saying. Like, there is no such thing as private property. It is some liberal commie bullshit. Which is hilarious, <laughs> considering. Yeah. Like, by the way, like, oh, but doesn't God want me to have lots of things? Nuh-uh, bitch. Those things are God's yeah. things. You're just kind of holding them for him, you know? Yeah, you can sit on that prosperity gospel and spin. Spin. Um, the rest of this chapter, I don't know if the rest, where does it end here? Uh, well, I guess this next section... Um, talks about the kinship laws uh and this is going to come out apparently in deuteronomy and uh my my my, my concordance says it, it it's fleshed out more in deuteronomy but um if one of your brethren becomes poor and has sold some of his possession and if his redeeming relatives come to redeem it then he may redeem what his brother sold so essentially it's a series of laws you know if he becomes a slave it's his brother's duty to find and buy him based on how far they are from jubilee um, if he sells his house in a walled city, then his kinsmen may come and buy it off of him and stuff. It's kind of like a pawn shop, you know, like if some guy's yeah. like, here, here's my gold watch. It's my father's watch, you know, and his brother show up later, like, Hey man, that's his father's watch. Can we just have it back? You're like, okay, I'll sell it to you at cost. You know, whatever he gave it to me. Yeah. You kind of have to give special privileges to people's kinsmen. Yeah. And, but there's also weird exceptions. Like for instance, if you uh, sell your house, and it's in a walled city, it's permanently sold. It's gone. But if you sell your house and it's in a village, then you always have a right to go back and redeem it, right? You can. And if it's if a year jubilee comes up, you get it well, back. Well, if a man sells a house in a walled city, then he may redeem it within a whole year after it is sold. You have a year. You have a year. But yeah, but once jubilee rolls around, you're still so fucked. So you have lemon laws for about a year. But once, yeah, it's, and once jubilee or after a year, you're fucked. Um. But again, it's you or your kinsmen or your family. So if you're br- so essentially, these are a series of laws that sort of their existence is sort of the, uh, and I, it might be covered more in Deuteronomy according to my concordance here, but that 
these aren't just things that your kinsmen, your brothers or sisters or family can do for you. This is what your family should do for you. That yeah. if, you're, if your child or brother... If you're able yeah, to. If your child yeah. or brother falls on a hard times, has to sell his uh, house, has to sell himself into slavery, it is your duty to rescue them from that situation. And these are laws to sort of help facilitate. Yes. And even goes so far as to say that if you if there's like a rich foreigner that lives in the area and you sell yourself to him, he has to let you go at Jubilee, yeah. which is pretty crazy. That's like if like my neighbor's like, hey, yeah, so I'm on this cult and I'm supposed to fuck all my neighbor's wives. I don't know what to. <laughs> you're like, uh, oh, 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 well, you're oh. not a real Texan, are you? Like, huh? <laughs> Strange laws. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll do as uh, do as Abraham. Um, I mean, that's the gist of it, right? Like. Basically, I don't want to go hit every single one of these. It's kind of boring. But there's a lot of intricate rules involve, involving property, human and land, um, and other, you know, other types of well, slaves. Well, we, we can uh, sum up this. Leviticus 25, 35 through 38 uh, is laws that are essentially there to help the poor out. You can't charge the poor interest. You can't lend them, you know, so you can try to. It's basically outlawing um, cash for gold. And, uh, Only against other Israelites, industry. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if any of your brethren become poor, then... Yeah, fuck a goy. So it's like, it's like a, what are the, what's that uh, cash, che- uh, check cashing industries, you know? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, like a pay... Like pay early. Uh, it's like early payday. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're like, hey, man, I get paid next Friday. Can you cash me now? Because I need that payday loans. Payday loans. Payday loans, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's poor enough to need a payday loan, then they're too poor to get a payday loan. You know, like, yeah, like you're getting sure, boned, but... buddy. That's not how it's supposed to be. Leviticus 25, 35, bitch. Um, Indeed. Leviticus 25, 39 uh, involves if a uh, Israelite becomes a slave. Um, yes. And basically they shall serve you. You work till Jubilee. Yeah. You have to free them. That's Jubilee. it. Yeah. Uh, because God owns their ass, you know, uh, if you own an yeah. Israelite, then on Jubilee you must free them, for they are my servants, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as slaves. Uh, you shan't you shan't beat them or rule over them. You shall fear your God, because I protect Jew slaves. Of course. Uh, <laughs> as for your male and female slaves, whom you may have from the nations that are around you, from them you may buy male and female slaves. I mean, this is only for Israelites. Let's be clear. This is only for Israelites. If you're buying Egyptians, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, they're not they're not quite humans, yeah. <laughs> as we've made a bunch of Whoever you may buy, and for whoever, if you buy slaves, and those slaves have kids, they all belong to you. They shall become your property. Uh, and you may take them as inheritance. Uh, the, the, the more I read, fuck. Uh, and you may take them as inheritance for your children after you to inherit them as possessions. They shall be your permanent slaves. But regarding your brethren, the children of Israel, you shall not rule over one another with rigor. So technically, Israelites can only be indentured servants. Anyone else can be a slave. Yeah. Uh, with Israelites, they're string attached. But if you buy someone else slaves, not only do you own them, but they're like a family heirloom. You just pass them on. It's like when you have like a, a pair of rabbits and you're like, these yeah. rabbits are descendants from my grandfather's rabbits and we've had them in the family for ages. But now imagine other human beings as those rabbits who work for you. Sure. Then that's what kind of we're talking about here. So good all around. Um <clears throat> 
apparently, by the way, uh, last year, 27, 2017 into 2018 was a Jubilee year. Huh. So so if you have any friends that are slaves and didn't let, get let go, let them know. Yeah, let it, call your nearest rabbi. Um, I'm a wage slave, sort of. That's Leviticus. <laughs> corporate wage slave. Uh, Leviticus 3547 is a fucking weird one. Um, if a sojourner or stranger close to you becomes rich. Yeah, I already told I told them about this. Which one is this? I just said this is if if a foreigner comes in. Remember when I said like if my neighbor wants to bang my uh, wife because it's his his okay, church I didn't rules. Make the connection. So no, basically the idea is that cuz I, I I skipped over the parts that you just went over cuz I didn't give a shit. Huh. This is I just thought it was interesting that if a foreigner buys an Israelite, he has to give the Israelite back at jubilee years, which is I don't know. You're like, I, I don't follow that rule. Yeah. <laughs> kind of- you guys do some strange. No, no. You see here where we are, where we have all these swords. Um, we don't want We don't let we don't let Chinese yeah. people just come up and buy all our land. You're like, what? So basically, they're only allowed to be indentured. My money's no good to you. Um, uh, yeah, his price. But OK, so if a foreigner buys an Israelite, then his family has the right to buy him back, but the price for the buyback will be based on the years to Jubilee. Yeah. So if he, which again, it's a raw deal. Yeah, so if, if you buy an Israelite and there's 30 years to Jubilee and then he works for you five years, they got to pay you for the rede- remaining 25 the rest years. Of the 25. They got to take yeah. on what's left on that loan. Essentially. It's going to be a fast chunk of change. But the reason God says for all this is that if, uh, it, the re, the reason that they always have to become free again is that no one owes the Israelites except for him. He's like a big brother. Mm-hmm. Like nobody gets to own you guys but me. <laughs> that, uh, no one fucks my sister unless I have said about it. I don't know. <laughs> and God specifically, God says, for the Israelites belong to me as servants. They are my servants who I brought out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. It's like you're like like listen. That. I bought them fair and square by killing all those Egyptians. So you can't just have Blood? them. You know. Dude, that's a fat blood debt. You're right, though. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Um, I feel like they paid it off by now, though. I would think so. So Leviticus 26 now. This one is Obedience. fucking crazy. Um, and I know we say this, but it just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Like It's kind of like the opposite of Exodus, where Exodus was like fucking rock and roll right in the beginning, and then towards the end it got really kind of fucking dumb. Leviticus yeah. was like, yeah, this is going to be some boring shit. Now let's talk about what happens when God shows up. And God is not a happy camper. Um, yeah. So he basically, we go over some laws that we haven't talked about in a while, but that are a big deal. So, right, don't set up a sacred stone, which we were talking about that back in the days of Jacob. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, so God is really adamant that you, worshiping him is nothing physical. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Except for his tabernacle. <laughs> tabernacle. Oops. But anyways, no stones. God only does gold. Yeah, I only like uh, gold crafted, you know, gold dipped acacia. And some, and some smoked meats. Some, smoking those meats. Yeah, yeah, and some fresh bread. That's that's the that's dude. What is I Mark like. Zuckerberg God? <laughs> no one's gonna get that reference. Okay, <laughs> just know that Mark Zuckerberg loves smoked meats. Um, I think a lot of people know about so, that, but anyway. But, so I would call Leviticus 26. Now, mine says, uh, specifically titles this, The Promise of Blessing and Retribution. But I would call this The Carrot of the Stick. This is... Um, yeah. So let's start with... Again, what carrots and sticks feel exactly the same <laughs> when they're in your butt. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I feel thanks like God. It's a little bit smoother. Not the old button. <laughs> not, not if you put it in thick end first. <laughs> then it's hard to pull so out. So the first part is, and this is the least important, is that God's like, okay, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, then I will give you rain in the seasons. Uh, your trees will be filled with fruit. Your threshing shall last till the time of vengeance. You shall eat your bread to your fill. Peace in the land and the sword will not come to you. And I will rid the land of evil and beast. You shall chase your enemies and they shall fall before you. Five of you shall chase a hundred and a hundred of you shall put 10,000 to flight. And your enemy shall fall by the sword before you. Um, I mean, that's basically the six-day war yeah, right yeah. there summed up. Uh, and he's like, he's talking him up. I'm going to love on you guys. You do right by me. It's like my mom would always say, be like, when I'm happy, you're happy. But when mama's not happy, and you're like, oh, no, the belt, <laughs> the stick. Uh, uh, and he's basically doubt. like, yep, yep, yep. I'm your Lord. I got you out of Egypt. You do right by me. I'm going to do right by you. Now, that is... Uh, uh, verses 3 through 17. Keep that in mind. This is, what is that, 14 chap- uh, verses. Well, it's really through, it's through 13. Through 13. So mine splits it to punishment. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're 14. right. You're right. From 3 to 13, that is 10 verses of what I'm going to do for you if you do good. If you're a good boy. Let's keep that you're in mind. good boy points. Here's how you get your tendies. Now, I want to point out real quick, um, when he lists what you have to do to be considered good to get these blessings, he says, A, don't make an idol. B, observe the Sabbath. C, do all the other stuff I said. <laughs> so I just thought it was weird that he said, of all these fucking laws we've gone through, he said the only two that he really hits on are don't make an idol and observe the Sabbath. Everything else kind of falls under the umbrella of and everything yeah, else. Yeah, if you walk in my it. statutes and keep my commandments. Yeah, my decrees and careful to obey commands. So Okay, let's talk about <laughs> So Leviticus 26.14 tells me that God hasn't quite let... Uh, that shit with uh, Aaron's kids or the golden bull pass. He's not. Or any of it. You know, it's yeah. kind of like when you, um, <laughs> it's kind of like when you cheat on your girlfriend and, and then you're like, okay, come on. She like lets you, you know back a lot in. about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and when she lets you back in, but like the rules have changed now, you know, and there's all these other rules and she's like, we're going to live our truth now. And the past is the past, but the past isn't the past. You guys <laughs> like, it's not, it's not ever yeah. going to get better. You know? Um, it's like when you leave your country to go fight for ISIS <laughs> and they're like, we'll take you back. Yeah. Wait, actually they don't. I, I guess. guess anyway, don't. okay, um, that doesn't work. So <laughs> sweet reference, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really so 2614, it starts to get a little bit rough. Uh, so, but I guess 2614, but if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statues, and if your soul abhors my judgment so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I will also do this to you. And I will punish you for your sins seven times over. Uh, I will give you wasting disease and fever, which shall consume <laughs> the eyes and cause sore of your hearts. You shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. I will set. It's, go, what? Wait a second. Oh, okay. It means literally like plant seeds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, the Edomites out here eating a bunch of cocks. <laughs> Just a bunch of cocks, like you jizz on your wife. They're like, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the the Hooverite people. <laughs> 
this Bible boy. Uh, Gross. <laughs> so uh, those who hate you shall reign over you. You shall flee when no one pursues you. Um, and here's this is the best part of it. And after all this, so if you do not follow my commandments, I'm going to fucking hurt you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to put such fucking horrors on you. I'm going to give you fever, disease, and destroy your eyes. And after all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. It just keeps ramping up further and further and further. So, you know, reading this, uh, and I don't know, I don't even know if I can say this. I don't know if this is too, if this is crossing a line, but I couldn't help but think what, what was, what were the rabbis talking about? Like what were the rabbis saying in, in synagogue in the temple when like pogroms were going on or when the Holocaust was going on? Were they like, do you think they were pointing to this and being like, we fucked up? It is kind of, that is an interesting thought. Um, because it is kind of, you see it all the time where like bad things happen to people and yeah. people are like, well, that's just God punishing you, you know, for something you did, you know, or, um, and yeah. I guess that used to be a big deal historically where if someone, um, like got syphilis or something or leprosy that they would assume it was a curse by God, um, as opposed to just something unfortunate, you know, like your house gets burned down. You're like, my house burned down. They're like, yeah, it's because you probably were a fucking pervert. You're like, what? You know, like, he's yeah, a pedophile. Like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no, yeah, shit yeah, happens, yeah. man. But uh, according to the Bible, God is definitely um, going to kick your ass um, if you piss him off. Uh, it's very much a the beatings shall continue until morale improves type shit. Because <laughs> so that's what happens. So if if you can if God beats the shit out of you, gives you wasting disease and fever, which shall consume your eyes and all this sorrow and all this pain, and you're being rained on by your fucking the people that you hate and who hate you, um, then he's gonna punish you seven times more. I shall break the pride of your power. I will make your heavens like iron and your earth like bronze. You shall become weak. I will take all the strength from you. I will bring seven times more plagues. I will send wild beasts among you who shall rob you of your children, destroy your livestock, and make you few in number. <laughs> and, A dingo will eat your fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> um Leviticus twenty six twenty three, and if by these things you are not reformed by me, but walk contrary to me, this. then I will walk contrary to you, and I will punish you seven more times for your sins. Yeah, I love the way this builds up. So he's like, and if yeah, if you fuck up, I'm gonna do this. If you still fuck up, here's what I'm gonna do. And if you still fuck up, here's what I'm gonna do. And it's just escalating. It's like a, it's almost like a like a masochistic version of the aristocrats yeah. where he's just like the craziest shit. It's he the, can it's say. the two for flinching. You know? like, yeah. Um, so if you, so if after that beat down, you're still like, man, I fucking hate God. He's like, Oh yeah, bitch. I am going to bring a sword against you that will execute the vengeance of the covenant. If you gather in your cities, I will send pestilence among you and you shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. Uh, when I have cut off your supply of bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall bring back your bread by weight, and you shall eat and not be satisfied. Oh man, that's like uh, the Black Pearl. 
Yeah, or Tantalus, I guess. Yeah. That you will you will eat, yeah. but you shall never be satisfied. You shall always be hungry. That actually sounds awesome, dude. You can just eat all the delicious Hell yeah, food you I'd want. Hell yeah, I'd be so jacked. <laughs> uh, and then again, so Let's... Leviticus 26, 27. Uh, and if you do not obey me after all this, then I will chastise you seven more times for your sins. <laughs> like, you just, like, I get it. I get it, God, but we're not even halfway through this fucking chapter, and we're not even close to the end of this bullshit. Let's hit some highlights, okay? Because we right. could just talk all you're day. You're gonna eat your own. You're gonna eat your own children. Yep. Right. That's part of this one. Uh, I'm gonna cut down all your altars and uh, pile your dead bodies on life, lifeless I, and forms and cast of your, your carcasses on the lifeless forms of your idols. <laughs> I'll turn your cities into ruins. Lay waste to your sanctuaries. Um, I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. Oh, no. <laughs> I won't even like, of all the stick. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, not only am I going to beat you, but I'm not even going to like that drawing you did, nor put it on the fridge. Like, Daddy, no, <laughs> why? That's like when your girl's like, and the sex wasn't even good. <laughs> <laughs> Get a lot of experience with that. Uh, so, uh, what sex? <laughs> I will bring uh, the land to desolation, and your enemies shall dwell in it. Uh, and here's where we get into the part that I was more talking about with the pogroms. The, I will lay waste to your land so that your enemies will... Oh, sorry. I messed that up. I'll lay waste to the land so that your enemies live there will be appalled. So bad that your enemies will be appalled at how bad God's treating you. <laughs> I will scatter you among the nations and draw out my sword and pursue you. Holy Your metal. land shall be desolate and your cities waste. Now, Leviticus 26.34 kind of takes an interesting tone. Um, but basically he's like, listen, if you do not honor my commandments and honor the Sabbath and rest when I tell you to rest, don't worry, baby boy, the land will rest. It will rest when you are dead. It'll, yeah. Which is, which is true. That's why I always say that. I'll sleep when I'm dead, yeah, guys. I will, we will bury you, you know? <laughs> um, and just kind of as like a, like, I imagine at this point, everyone's just kind of like, the fuck is he talking about and then he like reads the crowd and is like oh uh, but for those of you who are left i'll send faintness into their enemies you know you guys are gonna be good um don't worry for for those literally they're 26 36 and for those who are left i'm gonna send faintness into the hearts of their enemies don't worry for those who survive this uh cataclysm that i bring upon my own people you're gonna be all right you're gonna be okay you know I'm i'm gonna take care of you you know I don't think it's saying that. You don't. What, what did you read from it? I will make uh, for those of you that are left. I will make their hearts, the ones that are left, so fearful in the land of their enemies, the enemies of these Israelites that are left, that the sound of a wind blown leaf will put them into flight. Oh, they, the Israelites, will stumble. You're over absolutely them. So right. It's, it's I, getting I, worse. I actually had it. Yeah. Correct. And then I, it. No, I see where you got that. I, I no, I, I had it in my notes. I had it right. So let's just let's just redo it then. <laughs> It's terribly written. Yeah. So so then it says even the people who survive all this horrible shit, they are still going to have it bad. So now that your complete civilization has been wrecked, uh, you're going to be in the land of your enemies. God is going to make you tremble with fear at the sound of a windblown leaf. Yeah. It's crazy imagery. I love yeah. it. You got to <laughs> say. Like, yeah. It definitely, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely God put a lot of thought into this part. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And don't worry, those of you who survive the coming apocalypse for your inequities, even those who live, it will be a wasteland, and they will live in constant fear, and they shall perish among the nations. 
you will stumble over one another as though fleeing from a fire in a movie theater. <laughs> exactly. <I read> <laughs> um, but if the survivors, those who I let live, confess their iniquity, this is Leviticus 26.40, and the iniquity of their fathers with their unfaithfulness in which they were unfaithful to me, um, <laughs> and they are humbled by their guilt, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob and Isaac and Abraham, and I will remember the land and I will accept their guilt. I think it's kind of beautiful. So God says, first off, hey, you stick with me. You do what I tell you. It's going to be peachy. If you fuck up, and then he goes on this spiel, this whole rant, like an like an angry gym coach. Right? That's, <laughs> exactly. that's what I got from it. And he gets to the end of this rant about how he's going to make your entrails, your extrails, et cetera, et cetera. And says, but then, like, an, an, an almost, I almost feel like God said this in a whisper. He says, You've done all this. I've wrecked the shit out of you. I have full-on gaped your ass. Oh, okay. There's still a chance. The, if there's just one of you left who apologizes, who goes back to the way that I've told you to live, we good. We good, bro. We're good. Yeah. We, we yeah. good. We good. Um, 2646. These are the statutes and judgments and laws which the Lord made between himself and the children of Israel on Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. So it's kind of like it's kind of like you signed a contract. This is all kind of I feel like Leviticus and the end of Exodus is all about this contract with God and Israel. And it's the most important contract because this is kind of the one that's going forward of like this is how you Jews got to be. Yeah. And uh, there was the fine print. There was like this is what we agree to. This is what you got to do. And then this is kind of like these are the penalties if you break the contract, you know. Yeah. And what really uh, was unsettling to me is in that last sentence how it says established at, at Mount Sinai. So Genesis covered like a thousand years or something, at least. Exodus covered Moses' entire like life. So um, about 80 years, maybe. Yeah. And then, and then Leviticus has all happened. The entire book has happened like since in the last scene of Exodus, basically. I think... Right. I'm not sure. I'm almost positive. We're going to come into it. We'll, we'll talk about it later because I'm not sure. I thought this well, we was know like that they're in the year. desert. Well, they're they're in the desert for 40 years total. Yeah, but I don't think that that hasn't begun yet. I don't think. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. This is all happening right. Yeah, maybe it's a year. My point is that it's this like this is Leviticus is almost just like an because the end of Exodus to, contains one year of them living in the desert. The reason it's going to be frustrating is because I'm pretty sure Numbers and Deuteronomy are also part of the same epilogue, mm. where nothing is actually going to happen narratively until we get into Joshua. We'll which, see. We'll you know, see. Uh, I haven't read Well, it. I mean, I, spoiler alert <laughs> slash just warning you. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's 26. One chapter left. Uh, We're at the finish line of Leviticus. Yeah. Chapter 27. Uh, let's put a price on people's heads. Yeah, it, it it is weird that we get out of that. Like, I don't know. I didn't write this fucking Bible, but it was such a moving. Chapter, I would have dumped. I would have put twenty six at the end. To be honest, that's so. That's such yeah. hot fire. By the way, I'm gonna ruin your eyes and make you eat your children and throw your fucking corpse onto your fucking dead idols. Like, all right, uh, okay. <laughs> Which is so metal. This is. It's metal like, god. oh, you like a you it. like a non living god. You like a fucking dead god. Well, how about I give you a dead body to worship your dead god, and then fucking toss you <laughs> on it like a fucking stack of shit. You're like, yeah, thanks, god. 
<laughs> and then for 27, he's like, by the way, these are what slaves are worth. You're like, oh, finally, great. <laughs> Been waiting for that. There's no better way to end a book than let's talk about how much a fucking slave is worth. Uh, and in case you're wondering, if your valuation is of a male from 20 years old up to 60 years old, then your valuation shall be 50 shekels of silver, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. So one dude's worth uh, 50 shekels. A woman is worth 30, so the three-fifths What's compromise interesting is, the original version. Wasn't, uh, when Joseph was sold into slavery, 20 shekels? I mean, inflation, buddy. Oh, okay, I was going to say, because those, um, those Israelites got fucking uh, scammed. And it doesn't usually no, work 500 that way. Yeah. 500 years ago. 500 years ago. I'm going to have to cut that. <laughs> That's going to be a hard cut to make. Uh, if it is a female, then your valuation shall be 30 shekels. And if it is from five years old up to 20 years old, then your valuation for a male shall be 20 shekels and for a female, 10 shekels. Um. I guess that makes I mean, who's sense. Who's buying five-year-old? If slaves, I had to, yeah, Jesus. if I had to choose between an eight-year-old sex slave or an eight-year-old slave that's just going to be working in the coal mines, I guess the coal mine slave is worth more. Technically, is there a difference? Can't you multitask? <laughs> like work in the coals at the day, and then you're a pleasure bot at night. Exactly. I guess you're right. I guess I hadn't thought of that. Good, good, uh, good hot take. Um, yeah. I'm just trying, and to, if I'm trying to make the Bible Here's what sense. you do if you sell a month-old baby. Uh, and if from a month-old up to five years old, then your valuation for a male shall be five shekels of silver. And for a female, your valuation shall be three shekels of silver. So if you want to buy a one-month-old baby girl, that is three shekels three of silver. Three shekels. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. You've got to feed that baby. That's a lot of work. Uh, and if it's an old ass Oof. man over 60 years, then it's 15 shekels. And for a female, 10 shekels, which I don't understand why you wait. So you mean to tell me I can buy a 10 year old girl for 10 shekels or a 60 year old woman for 10 shekels? What call? What do you think I'm going to buy? What do you think I'm going to do with that money? Now, here's the fun part. I'm going to go ahead and erase pretty much everything we just said by pointing out that all of this is for people that are being dedicated to God. This isn't actually for personal slavery purposes. These are like people being given to the Levites. Man consecrates by a vow certain persons to the Lord according to vow. So these are the the priest buying people. It's like yeah. So they're selling them to be like the slaves to the priest. I think. Oh. Like, like you're gonna work in the temples. You're gonna like, which I mean, really giving them a baby, you should have to pay for that. I would think so. Like, what is a priest gonna do with a? They gotta feed the baby now. Well, it's a. Imagine you, I mean, you're being born into it. You're basically being, you're basically a witcher, you know, just being given off as a baby yeah. and then raised to a, a task that you didn't want or decide or have any ordinance to over. You know? I mean, I don't think most people were out there chasing their dreams. Hashtag be best living life to the <laughs> yeah. fullest. Uh, yeah. Like, oh my God, I want to go to Nepal and like help pygmies. I like guess. this. I guess it's, uh, I guess it's. If I was being, you're born into your station. Yeah, if I was being, it's like it's like that when people are like, "Oh, we're gonna send you to the nunnery, and you're gonna be a nun." You're like, well, I I might not want to do that. And they're like, well, you don't have a fucking choice. We sold you when you were twelve. I'm like, all right. It's either that or you stick around and herd sheep. I mean, really, I don't think that it's that big of a deal uh, at this point. If know. it is an animal, but if he is too poor to pay your valuation, then he shall present himself before the. See, that's what I don't understand. So these are what if you buy or sell people, but. If he is too poor to pay your valuation, then he shall present himself before the priest, and the priest shall set a value for him according to the ability of him who vowed. The priest shall value him. Like I don't. What does Kugel have to say about this? If you even wait, wait, wait. 
He doesn't talk about this. Um, wait, wait, wait. That's what I'm saying. Dedicate a person. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. No, no, no. You're dedicating someone to the Lord. They're not. They don't go to the. Priest. That's what I thought. Okay, That's what okay. I read. Yeah. No, they're not. But they're not going to anyone. I don't understand. They're. You're just giving them like special. I was dedicated to God. Magic powers. What the fuck are you talking? What is this? Now I'm definitely confused. I really thought I understood it as them selling, like valuing slaves. Redeeming persons and property. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, no, it does say for servile work about the sanctuary. Yeah. But I guess you have to pay to do it. You have to pay the priest so that you can clean up their which shit? the priest. Yeah. Huh. So you're paying to get rid of the kid, which was a practice. They used to do that, like, in the uh, in the Middle Ages. Mm. They would give a kid, like, a family, if they had too many sons, they would give one to, like, the abbey. And they would make a donation to the abbey to take the kid. Hmm. That must be what this is. Hmm. But who the fuck is selling a 30-year-old man? <laughs> he, he spent too much money on child sex dolls. <laughs> I don't get it, actually. I still don't get this. Uh, anyway, because yeah, cause the way it talks is confusing. But if he is too poor to pay your valuation, then he shall present himself before the priest. And the priest will be like, all right, well, I'll take this guy off your hands for this amount of money. Okay, I think I figured it out here. Basically, they're letting people give themselves or their children to God to be consecrated, to work in the temple. These numbers, these prices, are if you want to redeem them. These are redemption prices. Ah. So if I give away, if I sell myself, basically I give myself for free to the temple to work there. I decide that I kind of want to go back to my shit. And they're saying that they think that they made put this in here as people were expected to respond zealously to chapter 26, right? They get all fired up like we're talking about, about like, oh, God, you know, here's how serious God is. Okay, I commit my whole life. Here, have my kids, whatever. They're like, but like, so you have like, buyer's remorse or seller's remorse or whatever, and you're like, okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. these are your redemptive. I know prices. I gave you my kid, but now that she's 15, I kind of want her back. That's basically what this interpretation is. I don't know if I fall for that. I want to read more about it. We'll talk more about it in the Leviticus, Leviticus yeah, recap. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this in the recap because that makes sense. Because, yeah, this especially, I really did not understand it when I read it. I thought it was slave prices. I did but too, but then I... It, it is yeah. kind of weirdly written, so I, I need to go back to the concordance and figure out what the fuck this is about. Um. You know, so let's let's come back to this. The year of Jubilee, the field trip returned to him whom it was bought and... It's basically it basically ends on yeah, a recap. It starts to make more sense because it says if you want to dedicate your house or your land to the Lord, uh, you can dedicate it. But and if you want to redeem it later, you must add a fifth to its value. So like, okay, you can have it back, but God's going to get. So his, it's kind of like a pawn shop usual. situation. Yeah, like you're like, oh yeah, you can keep my daughter. And you're like, you come back a couple years later, and you like want her back, and they're like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's interest. Yeah, and also I guess Jubilee affects this stuff too. Mm-hmm. So you so, can get shit back. So, so basically, this is just kind of like a form of tithes and what you give to God. And if you want it back, you got to pay some money. Interesting. Well, also, you can't dedicate a firstborn animal because God already owns. Yeah, all the you can't give me that. That's already idiots. mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me borrow five bucks so I can pay. That's when I'm like, so like, oh yeah, I'm gonna donate to the. I'm gonna donate my income tax to the government. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir. Um, anyway, so Leviticus. 
<laughs> this is a good verse. I like uh, chapter 27, verse 29. No person devoted to destruction may be ransomed. They are to be put to death. <laughs> that sounds like something from Fallout. Uh, there's just a, <laughs> there's a, just a kid that say. just likes to light shit on fire with matches, and they're like, all right, you got to go to the church. And they're like, no, 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 get the no, rocks. We're <laughs> <laughs> going to kill this Dude, stupid this fucking kid. asshole little kid. Keeps beating kittens to death with a shovel. We don't like that shit. Not in my town. Uh, man. So he also, he says, give a tithe. These are the commands the Lord gave Moses at Mount Sinai for the Israelites. In case you missed every single time that'll let you know that. By the way, throughout yeah, this book. yeah. It's like, uh, it's like my daddy's always asking me to do shit. I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. He's like, who the fuck? Like, how many times have I bailed your ass out? I'm like, four times. I counted them. But that doesn't mean you still fucking get... <laughs> like, at some point, it's got to stop. All right. <laughs> Ugh, I am glad we're done with Woo! that. Book. You're welcome, Pontius. We did it. <laughs> we finished this. We read all of Leviticus for you. Gross. It's probably going to get worse. But, uh... There's no greater love than he that hath read Leviticus for his audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is that. truly, truly, you know our love for you because we read about God's love for you. And ugh. for for we hath set aside ourselves as covenants unto thee okay. to be redeemed not until the year of Jubilee, <laughs> okay, which is, I think, 2067. Oh, man. Uh, no, okay. <sighs> well, what about those chapters, huh? Pretty much. I, I just want to focus on 26. That shit was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I like that uh, God, God's like, um, you know, it's like it's like when you start flirting with somebody and then they start sexting and way too quick and way too fast. They start to be like, that's what I'm going to fucking hold you down and jam my cock in you. And you're like, what the fuck? I'm like, okay, okay, calm down, all right? We weren't. We weren't there just yet, sir. <laughs> you know? Or it's, I, I, I see it more as like the, you like go on a date with a girl and then she like starts asking you why you have like other girls in your phone book. <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Like, uh... <laughs> like, what are you doing on Instagram with that girl? But like, that's my mom. Like, what are you fucking? Why? Oh yeah, why is that bitch liking your pictures? <laughs> like, calm <laughs> down. <laughs> you better not have no fucking mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, and she's. It's kind of like that. Uh, if you can't handle me at your best, you don't deserve me. At, or if you can't handle me at my Ugh. worst, you don't deserve my best. Like God's like, yeah. Dude, I'm I want to get I want to get that as a I want to get that as a sign in the house, and they just had to say God yeah, below. Took it. a Louisville slugger to his headlights. You're like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, yeah, I like what was the first? So what was what you did for his first infraction? I took away his eyes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. You got to start somewhere. Huh. I'm about, I'm about it. it too. I like it. Good for you, God. You you ain't taking no shit. From your own people. <laughs> with, with gods like these, who needs a lot of, it's a pretty. It seems like a very uh, unhealthy domestic relationship that uh, God is giving with these Jews. But you know what? Who's to say? Hey, it's better than being lonely. It is better than That's being I lonely. Would. I would rather... Like, like the, it's better than the being Israelites, like, this, yeah, yeah. The, the Israelites are like watching their people get burned to death and stoned and like yeah, at least we're not atheists am i right you guys all fucking chest bump you know like, yeah, yeah yeah imagine not having the i gotta love say, of god in our hearts i think they're still doing it better than like like the norse were you oh, know well i mean they like would sacrifice people just for fun like you know what i thought was they couldn't launch a ship without putting someone on the skids that they pushed the ship into the water with they would have to put people on huh. them to like 
run them de- run them over. They called it a uh, I forget, but it's <laughs> <laughs> I forget the name, but it wasn't a great time. Uh, I just if it were me, I'd be having mad mad buyer's remorse. Like uh, like I just get in there, they're like, All right, what's this new law? I, you just see Aaron's kids get smote. And then you're walking up and like, gods, by the way, I remember in Egypt how you weren't in danger of being smote every five seconds and you could fuck whatever you wanted. Uh, that ain't going to happen no more. But here is what's going to happen if I ever catch you. And you're like, yeah, what are you going to do? I'm going to cut your fucking eyes. I'm going to give you a fever. I'm going to throw your goddamn corpse onto a fucking pyre right after I make you eat your kids. You're like, great. Cool. Yeah, but remember, in Egypt, they had to make bricks fast. Yeah, like, remember how we all had to work and live in probably the greatest city the world had known at that time? Oh, no, you guys. Now we get to live in the desert. This is so much better than that. Hey, we get our payoff, so, all right? Hang in there, audience. So no fucking our sisters, and we got to live in the desert? Man, fuck God. And then everyone just like starts dragging you outside the camp with the rocks. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa is me. I would. I got to say. Yep. Part it. of me wants to stone someone, uh-huh. but I feel like one as soon as I saw him got hit with a rock, I'd be like, nope. nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds so good, but I feel like... just imagine the sound of that thud. Like, oh, I don't. Oh. Again, I don't have to imagine it. <laughs> I got. Yeah, you, you don't know, dude. There's a difference between you watching a creepy ass video and like hitting someone with a rock that's standing. 20 that feet away true. from you. I mean, I remember you and me, we Oof. used to huck them over overpasses, but that's a little bit yeah. <laughs> I thought that was jars of acid. Remember when we used to throw hatchets at yeah, each other? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we dodged. We're not, we're not like these Israelites. I would I would I, take it. I, I'll tell you this. Someone tried to throw I a rock at me. That one I'm time. dodging that shit. I can stick it around. I, just, I wonder if it's dodgeball rules. If you catch it, two of them are <laughs> Ah, oh, that would be funny as shit. He's like, ah, yoink. They're like, you don't get to yoink me. We're going to beat you to death. No, for real. Like, what if, uh, what if, like, Kurt Schilling or somebody was was getting stoned and he's just chucking them back, <laughs> just killing everyone? Like, he's like, too powerful. One shot kills. I mean, do you have to, I feel like you should hold them down, but I don't know. Yeah? Do you think they did that? I don't know. Did they have chains? They must have had chains back then. How would you? How, okay, rope. so real quick, how would you stone a guy? Would it be a surprise attack? Well, I guess it can't be a surprise attack. No, <laughs> that'd be a really weird way to do it. <laughs> the guy's on the toilet, <laughs> and I'm just fucking like Spider-Man above him, just over the fucking. <laughs> I'm just gonna piss kidney stones onto him. <laughs> <laughs> huh? I don't, I don't know why I said he's just that. Like, he's um, just wiping the blood off his ear, like what the fuck is going on above me? There's a lot of fun ways you could do yeah. it. You could do the old. You could like pop out of a cake. Uh, you get them with the stones. What's weird is I know that they own swords. Why the fuck is the stone the first go-to? You know, because it's fucking brutal, dude. And this book is metal. Yeah, it's pretty fucking metal. I'll give it that. Uh, how would you kill a blasphemer? I'm thinking bullwhip. Ooh, I mean, I don't. I would hurt myself. I would go full Indiana Jones, kid Indiana Jones okay. from Last Crusade, where he whipped uh, yeah, himself. Yeah, remember? Yeah. I'm not very good with, with the lions. I don't know. Uh, honestly, have you ever whipped anyone? I mean, I've like with a towel, a wet oh, towel. Okay. I once went to a into, civil war reenactment. This ass. was stupid as shit, but I went to a civil war reenactment. Sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was in, um, where did I live? Montgomery, Alabama. 
Uh, oh, we wow. Went. So I know which side. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And we went to a Civil War reenactment. Uh, <laughs> Isn't the Confederacy supposed to lose? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no black reenactors. Now I'm wondering. But uh, they were mm. selling, like, it was a school field trip. We were in the third grade, and they were selling knickknacks, and they had bull whips for sale for $5. And every kid bought one. Obviously. You know, so you can do the reenactment at home. Uh, but every kid bought one. And immediately the second the bus let out, we all just started whipping each shit out of each other. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, someday I'm going to be an adult. And I'm going to do this to real people. You know? And here, you here are. I am today. Healthy adult. Living up to, <laughs> living up to none of your dreams. <laughs> What about bees? That'd be kind of a fun way to kill someone. Way to kill someone. Well, I don't know. I keep thinking about like to like drop a hive on their what head. What was that uh, one that I uh, about where they like made them drink a bunch of honey and put them out in a raft? Oh, the slow the death. Slow death. Yeah. Put milk and honey. And so you're just diarrheaing and everywhere. You and you're singing with, like ants and shit. That's... Yeah, and they're just like they're like laying eggs inside oh, you. And... Yeah, that's a that's a, that's, that's yeah that's what I do to a blasphemer. Or the brazen bull, where they put you inside the big bowl and light a fire under it. Yeah, you just cook slowly, yeah. like in a crock pot. I just feel like when they were burning, allegedly burning witches, that I feel like stones is pretty good. No, dude. Cause think well, I guess it. one good None stone, they don't feel it anymore. You know, you really want the, the suffering is the biggest part. Yeah, but what if they suck? Like, these guys aren't <laughs> pitchers. What's weird is I always see it. It's it looks like a, a semicircle. I, I'd be worried about crossfire. I mean, think about your teeth getting knocked out. Okay. okay. Done. That right there, that alone is already the worst <sighs> of all these deaths. I just feel like about. I could do better. The idea of my teeth. I don't want you to knock out my teeth for the record. I feel like I would. I'm just talking to everyone that's listening. <laughs> <laughs> anyone who please leave my teeth where they are. Some fucking Oberyn yeah, Martell. They're not pretty, tech. but. Spoiler alert. Ooh, nice. Uh, if, if they haven't, if they don't know about that, they don't deserve yeah, to. I feel like uh, um, like when the when the the Jew bear and um, the glorious bastards beat him ooh, down with a bat, yeah. that's a pretty bad way to go. I, yeah, but you could do that quick. I could kill someone with one swing. Yeah, like but that. I wouldn't want to. I'd want them to put their arm up. Go on, and then I break that first. You know, as I'm working the ribs. You know, and then I no, hit them in the knees. I want to see him go legs. slack. I want them to bleed to death from broken femurs. So, uh, anyways, if you don't follow us. <laughs> <laughs> We're, at, we're on Twitter. <laughs> no, I got uh, it. No, let's just else? do it. You're That's, right. You nailed it. Yeah. I can talk you, all you day. You took it. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't follow us already, we're on Twitter at Irrevelations. Um, if you if you have something else, more long form, irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up there. Send us. Don't send us nudes, but send you us. You can send us nudes. You can I don't send care. Us nudes. I, don't, I will see any nude. I don't care how fat you are. If you're a dude with like your... Your pube and your chest are one of the same. Funny, is that it?